Manimal here. It's Thursday, September 7th, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I were going to talk about the Adalis Garcia injury last night and what that means for the Texas Rangers. We're also going to go over last night's box score with the Astros. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, this is Mitch Garver. You're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. Hey, thanks, buddy. Welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of pro wrestlers who love Rangers baseball. This is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK Kevin Frazier. You can find me on the social medias at Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And you can also find Texas Rangers with the boys on social media, TX Rangers WTB. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. Oh, one word. Hey, and back from his venture across the United States is my co-host with the most, the beard that has its own area code, the 300-pound minimal, a.k.a. Bull. Glad to have you back, buddy. It was brutal doing it without you, but it was only one, and we're back. The boys are back. So how you doing? Where can they find you on social? Hey, I'm doing good. I'm glad to be back. I uh, yesterday didn't get back into town until real late and then uh, forgot to set my alarm to get up to do the show with with you. So um, I, I figured that getting that extra sleep probably was uh, better than me doing the show. Uh, and uh, by the way, killed it yesterday. The uh, the 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 hot sports opinions were hot and uh i liked it but uh i'm I'm glad to be back here with you uh just so everybody knows uh dodger stadium was probably the best stadium that uh, i've been to uh in my time now Uh, and that includes i've been to wrigley i haven't been to fenway yet so maybe fenway will top it but I like Dodger Stadium. I thought that it was a, a great scene, and uh, people really came out for the uh, the Dodgers. Uh, I know they were playing the Braves, so that probably helped things. But man, it was packed in there, and uh, the weather was great all weekend in Southern California. Uh, so, uh, but it's good to be back in Texas. You know, there's nothing quite like getting back to 109. Uh, <laughs> When we were in Phoenix, it was 87 degrees. I was like, what the, well, I can't even imagine this, but, but yeah, no, uh, anyways, uh, social medias, Manimal Bull on Twitter, Manimal 300 on Instagram, the, uh, Bull Pro on both TikTok and Facebook and whatever your favorite line or platform of social media is. Let's start talking Ranger baseball. Also, uh, very very thankful for some of the people that have reached out to us lately and uh, continued to listen to the show, even though it's been tough even mm. to think about the Texas Rangers right now. My brother kept telling me, stop looking at your phone. It's just ruining your vacation. <laughs> so, so, uh, um, you know, but, but then uh, he, he realized that I was not the bad luck whenever I stopped looking at my phone and the Astros just kept scoring runs. Mm. So um, I, I was not the bad luck that uh, I thought or he thought that I was. 
Um, it was actually just a, a, you know, the bullpen is not very good. <laughs> and uh, they didn't get the best out of their starting rotation this week either. So uh, that didn't uh, help things. But uh, we're back. We're ready to talk Ranger baseball. And, uh, uh, you know, I'll just throw it back over to you and you can uh, lead us in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I, I do have one question before we jump into Rangers news, but it is baseball news. So, you know, what what about Dodger Stadium did you like the most? Because that that kind of that kind of hit me. I was like, really? Uh, what 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 was so great about it? I mean, like, give me give me a couple things. That, what are the two things you like the most about it? Well, the most that I liked the the, the thing I liked the most about it was that they it felt like there was history there. Um, for uh, the the Southwest tour there between Arizona, San Diego, and the two LAs, it doesn't feel like there's just a ton of baseball history there. Like you feel like when you go to like St. Louis or Chicago or Cincinnati or somewhere like that. So when you go and you see like in, in Los Angeles, how much they respect the game and, and the guys that came before it and, and the people that are there. I mean, I just really enjoyed that. I thought that like, they had they had a real a real history to that stadium and and you know like every stadium celebrates Jackie Robinson but like the Dodgers are the one that get to do it because that's his their guy mm-hmm. and I think like they did a good job of that like the statues out front him and Sandy um, they've got baseballs all over the ballpark for guys that have won uh, Cy Youngs they've got gloves all over the ballpark for guys that have won gold gloves uh it just I, I it really did it struck me as one of those ballparks that like I didn't think that was on my agenda of ones that I needed to go to but really it was huh really awesome you oh and love the that. Dodger dog is I mean oh. it's iconic right like <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, okay. So hot dogs are iconic in baseball. So a Dodger dog's got to be iconic just because the name sounds really good anyway. So uh, awesome, man. Well, hey, thanks for taking us kind of through your your trip and just giving us kind of a bird's eye view. That's kind of part of what this show is about as, as much as, as anything is just talking some ball and uh, we're baseball fans. That's the cool part about it is we're, we're fans of the game and, and this, it's just a great place for us to get that out of our system. So Rangers. And, and also, okay. I mean, Pet, Petco is lovely. The uh, Angels stadium, the big A is really cool. Um, and uh, Chase field really nice. Like they got like sports bet out front. Mm. Um so you know how everybody was worried about you can't put sports teams in Las Vegas because everybody will – like I, I don't think any of that was going on in uh, Phoenix with the sports book book out front. I think it was just a nice, fun place for people to congregate before games and have a, have a beer, have some food, bet on the game, bet on other games. Uh, I mean, when we were in the stadium, we were watching the game, we saw a kid – like you could tell he just hit a big parlay because he was super excited about what just happened, you know? So like, I think that was cool. It brought a little element to the game, but all four great stadiums. If you, uh, if you're out and about looking to find stadiums to go to, those are definitely ones that I would recommend. Sweet. Well, how are we betting on these Rangers right now? Uh, sitting three games. I'm taking the under. (laughs) Well, three games back right now in the AL West. Uh, a half a game back of the Blue Jays, who also dropped a game yesterday, so that that was helpful. 
and uh, you know, it's 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 not a it, right now. Things aren't looking that great for this team, it, really, because the team's not looking great. But as I kind of talked about on the show yesterday, as we talked a little bit off the air, there really is still a lot to be optimistic about, and that's a choice. You know, I mean, we can get all upset about things, but you know, the Rangers had a lot of. They were propped up by a lot of players having their best season ever um, in circumstances that we knew weren't going to last. And then when you have those, those that house of cards come falling down, you have injuries, which untimely at the wrong time of the year happening for the team as well. Then your division rivals get hot, who are we both, we know both of those teams are world championship caliber winning teams. You know, things just kind of are hitting wrong right now for the Rangers. And I just think we just got to really like, and you've said this all year long, mostly off air, but I'm saying it now. We just got to focus on the next game, win the next game, and then and just keep keep going. And and the only way you're going to do that is to pick, you, pick yourself up off the ground, get back up, and, you know, go out there and, uh, you know, a couple of days from now, uh, take or tomorrow night, uh, go beat Oakland and, and start start things back over again. So that's well, kind of where I'm at. As as slow and as long as the baseball season really is in the long run, it comes at you fast. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because we talked about it early in the season. There were times where they were resting guys on days where maybe they should have went out and swept teams. Yep. And, you know, I mean, like at the time you're looking at it and you're going, Look, Bochy's got to do what he's got to do to keep this thing fresh, and you want this thing to be fresh, and uh, you know you don't want you don't want to get anybody to where they've played too much ball in September. And and again, you look around this team, and outside of Corey Seager, um, I, I guess Simeon's been through it a little bit, but there aren't a ton of guys that have been through pennant chases there aren't a ton mm-hmm. of guys that have played 162 i mean we talked about it i think the last time that i was uh the, the before i was uh on vacation about leody Tavares. his career high in games before this season was 99 you know and you're talking about this is a guy that almost is like a veteran on the team yep you know and, and you, you we yeah. talked about, like, you know, Jankowski isn't going to hit 300 all season. You're not going to get a, 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 a two ERA from Dane Dunning for a full season. That Those things are going to catch up and those things are going to, you know, there's going to be times where you're going to have to play through that. And, uh, you know, what's become tough is playing through that. And they've been having trouble playing through that. And it doesn't hurt whenever you go to your horse and, and he doesn't have a whole lot to offer you that after that afternoon on the Hill or evening on the Hill. And then, you know, you, you, you bullpen, you put them in situations to where, uh, you, you know, like you can't even trust any of them. I mean, like, like I was telling you right before the show, I mean, right at this point, like I would be fine with an option on, on Brock Burke to send him back down. Like, I mean, he's been, he can't even get outs in mop-up duty. You know, I mean, like there, Austin Hedges is a more reliable arm out of the bullpen right now than Brock Burke. And that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, I'm just going to move on just because I, 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 I want to get into probably the biggest news coming out of the game, aside from obviously the outcome of the game would be Adolis Garcia, 
Um, it looked like like what it looked like to me when he jumped up. You know, he's a big dude. And, you know, coming down uh, off of a jump like that, if you're not prepared for it, that's a lot of weight coming down. And it looked like maybe, you know, he might have maybe hyperextended something um, or, you know, might have uh, it might have been like some compression that maybe caused the strain. I mean, obviously, you want to hope for the best. You don't you don't want to have like a, a, a collateral tear. Yeah, uh, yeah. Or a meniscus or an kind LCL. of thing. Type yeah. injury where because of the way he landed it kind of uh it looked that way you know what it looked like to me was that he tried to get a a, a boost off of the fence and that didn't happen mm. you know what i'm uh, saying like he tried to like boost with his left leg off of that wall and like his, his spike didn't catch and he just went kind of straight down mm. And like he was expecting to get like a little boost and and make an effort on that ball, and when it didn't happen, he kind of like landed funny on his right leg. Um, mm-hmm. He I, just he know, just missed that ball too. And and we'll probably in the next couple of hours have a, a a read on what that is. You know, like I mean, we'll get or we'll all have a reading on his uh, MRI in the next couple of hours. Um, I'm not sure when they'll announce it with it being an off day today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if, I don't know what they'll announce. I don't know exactly what, uh, you know, if Bochy will talk to the media today or if they'll just kind of put out what, what's going on with the MRI, but we'll know more probably in the next couple hours on Garcia. And, you know, if this is something that's going to be season ending, it's going to be tough. Yeah, and, and I think we, I think the best thing to talk. First of all, we wish a speedy recovery. And we hope for the best with Gonzalez Garcia, but also, you know, it does it does behoove us to speculate. You know, what's the what's the play here if Gonzalez Garcia is gonna miss some time, no matter how much time, and goes on the IL. You know, who's who's gonna play left field? Please don't say Josh Smith. Um, what what's the plan going to be there? Well, um, I guess your best option at the moment with what's going on, um, you're you're probably or your you know major leagueish op- best option right there is like play Grossman over there and kind of keep things similar, but. I don't know that that's the way they're going to go. I don't I don't know that that's going to be 100%. I don't know if maybe JPM will get some time to play over there or if they're going to look down to the farm and bring bring someone up. Um the, the, Come on. Say the, it. like I mean I say guess it. we we could say that Evan Carter would be kind of the next guy up because when you look at the that outfield crew um you know, Elias had a little bit of an opportunity here and there. Um, not on the forty man either. Uh, when you look at the outfielders in in AAA, I mean, it's Evan Carter's that one that's looming and looking. You know, like I mean, looking the most. You know, he the, the like when you're looking at stakes at the at the Roadhouse. You know, like that's the yeah. guy you want, right? But um, you know, I don't know that I don't know that that's the right option, um, but I don't also know that it's not. You know, like we Arizona bringing up Jordan Lawler for a spark late in the late in the season. Uh, you know, I mean, 
the Rangers could get a spark from that. You never know. I mean, ju- just because the guy that's, that's been your biggest run producer of the season goes out doesn't mean that that's going to mean that you score less runs or anything like that. I mean, it, it's a – I don't know. I'd like to see Evan Carter get an opportunity. I'd yeah. love to see that. I'd love to see him play a little bit down the stretch, but you've got to make a roster spot for him. You've got to make – you know, there's – there's different things that have to be well, lined think, up for I him think to Ian play. Kennedy's, I think Ian Kennedy's roster spot's not necessarily pivotal uh, right now. It will, uh, but uh, <laughs> it almost seems like it could be like that roster spot, even though it's Ian Kennedy right at the moment. That like, I mean, it could still be more pivotal from that pitching perspective than an outfield spot. But if mm-hmm. Garcia does have a tear and is going to miss the rest of the season, you might as well put him directly on the 60. And then that opens up a roster spot right there. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so, uh, you know, I think it all is going to depend on what the injury is. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if it's, uh, cause right now all it is is pure speculation on what we kind of want more than what the Rangers need to. And that's going to be the, but that'll be the way it'll always be because we're fans first, you know yep. what I mean? As fans first, we want to see Evan Carter as ball, ball players, you know, or as a front office, I, you know, who knows, but it's September. So, I mean, it's not like he's going to get enough at bats to kill his rookie eligibility and all of that stuff. But at the same time, I mean, you know, you're still trying to win ball games and, and, you know, like Bruce Bochy keeps saying, you know, I mean, it's not going to be this way forever. So you got to get, you know, you got to get it together. And at some point, you know, I mean, like the best thing you can do is just stick behind this squad and, and know that there's a bunch of good ball players on this thing that want to win. Absolutely. Well, talk about wanting to win. I know uh, our boy, Big Damo, uh, wants, to, wants to win against Brent McKenzie in a cage. I also know that Barrett Brick Savage wants to win against, uh, against Franco D'Angelo. And I know you certainly want to win against big Justin James on October 6th at the Ridgely theater. Well, those three guys that you named right there, they are not in the business of losing. (laughs) So, so when you think about that, I mean, you know, you got a couple of guys that are, that are, uh, that are about winning and demo and brick and, and me, I mean, I never lost in Matt war pro, so I don't even know what that's like. So, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to find out what that's like on October 6th, the biggest show of the year. So, um, October 6th till the end, the very first ever Cowtown cage match, Damo McCullough versus Brent McKenzie in a cage at the Ridgely theater Friday, October 6th. It's going to be a 7 PM start with that documentary. That's going to focus on the last full or the first full year of Matt War Pro, everything from the brewery shows at Martin House to our uh, shows at the Southside Preservation Hall. And, uh, you know, we'll be excited about the Ridgely Theater on October 6th. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I hear that uh, if everything goes right, we'll be right back at old Martin House Brewing on the first day of December. Man, gotta, so gotta love it, man. And, and can't wait uh, for, go ahead. 
Oh, I was going to say, just as excited as we are about uh, the Ridgely Theater and all of that, we got to get excited mm. about our good friends at Martin House Brewing continuing to be on, on board with this thing because, you know, I, I mean... Uh, without them, you know, the, this thing, this thing isn't nearly as successful as it's been right off the bat. And, uh, you know, we just want to thank them. And uh, hopefully, hopefully everything goes just right. And we, uh, we are right back there, but we can't get ahead of till the end. Um, mm -mm. It's going to be huge. It's going to be the biggest show in Matt War Pro history. It's the one year anniversary show. You know that all our great sponsors are going to be out there. Big Dogs Hot Dogs, Kelly's Onion Burgers, Starry's Ice Cream, and the, the uh, just talked about Martin House Brewing. So come on out to the Ridgely Theater. We, we, we all know it's just a stone's throw west of downtown Fort Worth, and it's just a throw, stone's throw south of south, uh, Interstate Highway 30 at Camp Bowie Boulevard. Well, we got to talk about it, so let's talk about it. Rangers drop uh, drop three in a row to the Astros. Uh, final game of that series, they lose twelve to three. And though Marcus Simeon had a career day, uh, the Rangers the Rangers didn't give him any help at all. Well, his career day wasn't nearly as career day as Jose Abreu's, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. Like like I said earlier, I mean the Rangers they when they made mistakes over the plate, the Astros punished them. When they threw pitches out of the strike zone in good counts, the Astros punished them. When they threw bad, you know, I mean, like, <laughs> there was just not a point in this series where the Astros did not punish them. And, uh, you know, I mean, yes, yeah, Simeon had a really nice day, led the game off with a home run, but, uh, you know, Seeger was an 0 for 4 behind him. Nate Lowe just had the first inning single. Uh, a, a, the injury with Garcia, that brings uh, Grossman up to the plate. Grossman didn't have a great day at the plate. But let's, you know, let's give credit where credit is due. Justin Verlander was dealing. Mm -hmm. He had the good stuff, and they had a chance to get to him a little bit there in, uh, uh, what was that, the fifth or sixth inning? Um, probably the sixth, I want to say. No, it was the bottom of the fifth. They had him on the ropes, and they had some things yep. going, and they probably could have, uh, you know, if – with a couple of hits, maybe gotten gotten to the bullpen there, but uh, I mean, you know, it was already what eight to one there at that point, or eight to yeah, eight to one when that happened, and you know, just uh, wasn't a very good. Uh, uh, you know, pitching wasn't much better. I thought you know it was looking pretty good until Burke in the ninth. I thought they got good innings out of LeClerc. I thought Bradford worked hard for him, got himself out of a couple of jams and, and did pretty well. And then Stratton, you know, he did pretty well getting around some of the stuff that he had to deal with. And uh, But Burke was awful in the ninth. I mean, like, to the point where Jordan Montgomery was up in the bullpen. Uh, and I don't know, he could have been just uh, uh, throwing a bullpen um, but at the same time, I mean, you know, like, I mean, he should pitch uh, Friday against the A's. So hopefully it was just a bullpen, but I mean, they're, they're, they're down there, you know, they ain't got much down there right now and, and mm. they use pretty much everything. And so 
you know, just uh, well, yeah, they had watch, to protect to uh, uh, they had to protect uh, uh, Austin Hedges from going three well, days in a row, you know, gotta well, yeah, like, I mean, that like arm. you gotta you gotta believe he was unavailable, right? Like, <laughs> there just wasn't much left in, in the old, <laughs> but yeah, not not a lot to like if you're a Ranger fan, and uh, hey, you tip your cap to the Houston Astros because they came in here and they kicked our butts and. You know, like we said, or maybe we were talking about it off air, but it, it reminded me a lot of 2015 when the Astros were kind of the upstart and uh, looking to looking to uh, take over that AL West and the, the Rangers weren't ready to relinquish it just yet. And uh, that's kind of what it reminded me of from uh, from that standpoint was that, uh, you know, Houston's not ready to relinquish this thing yet. And uh you know that, and that's okay. That's part of it. That's why you know they're the world champs, and you know I, I, we try never anything more than making fun of their little ba- their little baseball park down the third baseline. You know I try to stay away from making fun of these Astros because they're a, they're a really good ball club, and we all kind of knew that this was a a possibility at all times. You know I mean, and we knew that the Astros were never going to go away. And, uh, you know, and when it was time to come and take it, they, they took it, you know, and that was, and that was the thing that, uh, you would have liked to have seen the Rangers put up more of a fight than they did. But, you know, like we said, it's year one of this, of this ready to, um, to compete and, and the Rangers have been, been ready to compete most of the year, uh, but these last couple of weeks they've been in a little bit of a tailspin, and hopefully at some point they can start righting the ship. Yeah, let's talk about one quick stat that I feel like might have gone, that might go missed a little bit if we don't bring it up. And I, I kind of touched on it uh, yesterday, but you know, only two teams in the major leagues right now have a better record on the road than Houston, and that's Baltimore and Atlanta. And that's only by one game. So Houston pretty much is the best, is, isn't like, is one of the best teams, if not, you know, the best road team in all of baseball. And again, I don't like the way we lost, but it's, you can see it. They, they beat us the last time they came into town and this team has just, that team has just performed really well on the road this year and you don't want to lose, but, but again, it, it, and it hurts. These were, this was a series. We needed two games. We didn't get them, but I don't think it's the end of the world. Um, and, you know, honestly, it's just kind of like Rangers get a much-needed day off today. And hopefully we get some good news about Adolis Garcia. And then we just got to regroup and go do what we got to do against Oakland and, and, you know, hope hope we can control our own destiny against Seattle. And that'll be that. I mean, that's, that's all we can do is go play Oakland uh, on Friday. Well, yeah, and that's and that's what you do. You know, the Oakland's coming into town, and you uh, you've got you got a chance to win some ball games against that team, and you got to win those ball games. And uh, you know, there there can't be any excuses, and there can't be any of these, uh, um, you know, like the all the bullpens just struggling. Well, you know, a lot of teams their bullpen is struggling, but they haven't fell into a tailspin like this. So, you know, uh, again, it's 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 not that. You know, it's not that I'm any more uh, behind or 
you know, down on this franchise or anything like that because the Rangers are my baseball team. They're going to be my baseball team. And, and it doesn't matter if they fall out of the playoffs or if they don't make the playoffs or whatever the case may be. I mean, this is going to be my baseball team uh, after the season, into the offseason, and into next year. And I'm going to, uh, you know, and we're going to be sitting here. We're going to talk about them all, see, all offseason. And, uh, you know, if, if they don't make, the the moves to get to where they need to be next year you know we'll be in for more of this but i can't imagine that that's not a you know that's not on the agenda and uh you know i'm not putting this season to rest just yet because there's a lot of ego in that locker room and there's a lot of good players in that locker room and uh you know at some point uh some of them are going to bear down and they're going to make something happen and i think you kind of saw that with Simeon last night just like you'd seen it with uh Seeger the the past well all season and uh um you know and guys like garver and and heim starting to come back around so you know there's a lot of ego in that locker room and and you know they they don't like losing any more than any of the fans do and uh you know i mean the end of the day you can't let your you can't let your blood pressure get too high over baseball because it's it's really not that important in the grand scheme of things, but you really want your team to win. And I understand that. And I understand the frustration. I get it. Me and Kevin have been frustrated with this thing too. It's not easy to do a podcast every day where you got to somewhat be positive about a team that isn't very positive right now, but there's a lot of positive to this team. There's a lot of positive to this future. And, you know, we just got to find out what that's going to be. And, uh, you know, the, they're on the, they're on the right path for, for the, the, the future. It's just, they got to get things together and write this ship for these last 20, 25 games. Absolutely. And when you talk about the future of the organization, you're talking about not just those great free agents that they've brought in over the last couple of years. We've got our money's worth out of Seeger and Simeon this year by far. Um, but it's also about the, the development of the farm system and, and the players that they're developing right now. And we do a specific, we actually do another show. It's called Down on the Farm with the Boys. where We talk about the farm system. We talk about these players. You, this is where we've talked about all season. We've been talking about J.P. Martinez. And so he, no big shocker when he came up and played well because the guy batted 435 in the first month of the season. And we were talking, all, we were talking about it all season. So um, it's called Down on the Farm with the Boys. It's exclusive content. So it's $1.99 a month to subscribe. But we talk all things minor league right now. Our most recent two shows have uh, ranked our top 40 prospects in the organization and pretty, pretty good stuff there. I mean, there's a lot to like with with the, uh, the farm system. And if you haven't uh, really dove into that, you can go subscribe now. Really, you can start with episode one and go all the way up to our top 40 list till now. And you can get a real good beat on what's going on with this Rangers farm system. So $1.99 a month, go to our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. Oh, or go to our Spotify page and click subscribe. I think that's going to do it for today. I don't have any final thoughts aside from, hey, let the Rangers have a day off and let's hope we can regroup and come back. You got anything before we get out of here? Um, just real quick. Uh, last night, uh, Wyatt Langford got his first couple of hits at double A Frisco <laughs> after a, after an offer in that first game. I was worried about him. I thought it was over. Uh, the development process was over after he took that over for the first <laughs> but 
back together last night, had a good night last night in Frisco. Uh, Evan Carter continues to produce at Round Rock and, uh, uh, you know, making it making it easier for them to make that decision or something. If we do get word later on today that Dallas Garcia is going to be out for any reasonable or longer, long period of time. So um, but that's really all I got. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to get uh, another down on the farm with the boys up and going sometime this week before the end of the week. Uh, but uh, that's all I really got. Uh, just a continued thank you to everybody that's listened to the show. Amen. And thank you for the kind words, uh, especially our buddy TJ. He had some really nice words for me and Kevin the other day. And that, uh, that was really nice. Absolutely. Get come here to get your baseball therapy because that's what we're doing um, don't forget to check us out on social media, TX Rangers WCB. Don't forget to check out our website, TexasRangersWithTheBoys.com. One word. Hey, just one word. And on there, you can subscribe to our Down on the Farm with the Boys exclusive content. Just $1.99, all minor league uh, updates on there. And for the 300-pound manimal, this is your boy, Kev. We are Texas Rangers with the Boys. We are signing out.